Hello, Scotty. Hello, Mr. Fox. Are you enjoying week 75 of lockdown? Week 75 of lockdown. That is true, yes. My my beard is now somewhere down near my waist. Mm. And uh, yes, as is my armpit hair. <laughs> Thank you for that detail. <laughs> I have no idea why I said that. That was gross. Yes, that was. It was completely <laughs> unnecessary. You know, it's not as if we don't give enough reasons for our listener to like turn and run in horror. You have to keep giving more. Just, I have to say, how offensive can we be until there are no listeners left? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, not even going to go there. Ah, so, there we are. It's, uh, yes, as you say, lockdown, whatever. They have begun uh, easing the lockdown here a little bit at the moment. Um, and, uh, of course, we've had a couple of sunny days here. People, a lot of people are furloughed. Uh, the The way the UK government have dealt with this is rather than unemployment going massively high they have basically said to businesses instead of letting people go we will pay their wages for you um so there are a lot of people who are being paid but they're not allowed to work while the government are paying their wages Hmm. so um there's a lot of people in his sunny days and uh nothing to do so the beaches have been packed uh in the last couple of days which is really not very good but there we go no we'll see well not very good because there are a bunch of pasty white Brits, you know, blinding each other as the sun reflects upon <laughs> off their skin and into other people's eyes, or just because that, that's incredibly racist of you. So. Oh, sorry. No, it's not. <laughs> Pasty white Brits is a fairly good description. That's true. <laughs> oh yeah, as I am a pasty white Brit, I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to say that. Mm, I thought that was a political party, the PWBs. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well be. Um, it might as well be. Anyway, we probably ought to talk something that uh, someone is actually interested yeah. in. So um, how has your week been? Uh, my week was, uh, it was not bad. It, it was a shorter week because this is the long Memorial Day weekend. And uh, I think, you know, people on my on my team, most people across the company said, let's try and knock off early. Um, so we did our submission yesterday and uh, it seems to have gone through the Apple machinery without harm. And uh Next week is a new week, but next week is Memorial Day, and that's the traditional start of the summer here, or the kind of the start of summer holidays. Some schools in some parts of the countries will probably be out um, next week. Not that people have been in schools much, but you know, this is this is this is I think a watched weekend um, to see what happens. As also different parts of the the country start to open up, but we didn't want to talk about. We wanted to talk about things like code and whatnot. And I'm trying to think what grand accomplishments I've made, and I'm. I got stuck on something, um, which I'm still trying to unstick myself. And and when that happens, that sticks in my craw a little bit. And I don't know, I'm sure that happens to you as well, but this has to do with uh, the experiment I've been doing with dynamic type, getting it all, uh, you know, uh, uh, kind of packaged up and ready for internal testing. But there were some cases where, you know, it works perfectly well until it doesn't. And where it doesn't is when you get to the last two largest sizes that are provided with the accessibility extension. And I, and it, I can't figure out why. There doesn't seem to be quite rhyme or reason for it. And so I have to get some help from a colleague because we have a, a, a rather sophisticated caching mechanism, size caching mechanism, in order to get the fastest possible performance. Um, because with the collection views table views anything you know where there's a lot of them and they're batched you try and, and cache the sizes as often as possible and not force that expensive layout where you have to do a lot of measurement more than you ever possibly have to 
Um, and at first I thought, okay, well, I wasn't busting the cache properly. Um, but in fact, I set the set it, you know, set the dynamic type setting to very, very high and just did a cold start. So there was no, no notification, you know, being sent because of a size change. It was just the initial size that was read. And then the very, very first pass to calculate the size, it worked perfectly until it didn't. And then when it didn't is after scrolling. So my suspicion is it has something to do with, with a uh, cell reuse and, and resetting to zero. Um, and, you know, resetting after after something is being prepared for reuse, so I'll have a look at that. But it's one of those things that I'm sure it'll like, oh, yeah, so obvious, duh, and that will happen at, like, 3 in the morning or something. How about you, Scotty the Scotty? Well, you can guess what I'm going to say. I'm still working on syncing. <laughs> I had a syncing feeling that's <laughs> what you were going to say. It's, it's, it's just going to be, uh, yeah, it's... Um, but this is, yeah, it's it, it's what we expected. It's just uh, you just keep plugging away, you keep making sure things uh, things are working, and um, uh, because we're doing effectively, because uh, as I've said before, the first release is an iOS, uh, uh, an updated manual for Mac with a new iOS app, which is a, a companion app as opposed to a full implementation um, uh, of Moneywell. We're only doing syncing some of the data. So we're not trying to sync the whole database. So we're just trying to work out different ways of syncing different things. And and we've ch- also, it's not just syncing the data. We've changed the structure of the data. In the new app, we want the data to be, you know, the schema to be the way we want it to be going forward in the future. Um, so we're translating between, you know, two different schemas backwards and forwards. So it is fairly labor intensive, but um, it, it means we will eventually get to a new schema uh, for everything. Um, as we kind of progress and which will allow us to do a lot more um so it's not just creating pain for the sake of it um but yeah uh, and it takes a lot of testing and you need to make sure it works right and it's uh being integrated with a legacy old ns managed document system so there are there are lots of moving parts so each week i am going to say yep I have been working on doing syncing. Of course, I'm not working on it full-time because I still do client work. So um, it's almost like syncing is my uh, uh, my joy in there. But uh, using, let's see, Xcode 11.5 went to GM uh, yesterday, I believe, as we record this. So uh, the Xcode downloads get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um but uh, there we go. I think we said uh, a few weeks ago uh, we didn't know if Xcode had reached a 0.5 before, but I think Xcode 4 reached 0.5, and Xcode 2 might have reached 0.5 as well. I think I remember looking it up afterwards. So there is a um, a not real-time, many weeks after correction for you. Mm. <laughs> and I don't think we actually said I said, oh, I think we asked the question and then speculatively got the answer wrong. <laughs> that sounds like our normal way. <laughs> Yes. Well, Scotty, if, if you're tired of blathering on about sync fails, um, I have something much more interesting I think we could talk about. <laughs> okay, John, over to you. <laughs> no, no, but this... <laughs> because cause I, I, just, I just love you the way you reaffirm my life's work. No, 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 I know. No, I, no because <laughs> this, this is to talk about something that I think that you will enjoy. I think even our listener might enjoy it. So uh, the foul child who's been out of school, and, and, and I think I've intimated that, uh, you know, he's big into robotics and that the, the... And he's almost exclusively... Well, he has been, you know, exclusively focused on the mechanical engineering of it, but knowing that... Um, a couple of graduating seniors who looked after the software aspect of it won't be back next year. 
uh, he's started to panic. It's like, oh, I guess I have to learn Java now um, because Java is the programming language where all the libraries, you know, all the starting points for for uh, the embedded controllers uh, that that run these things are. And I can spell Java, um, and but I've never programmed professionally in it. I got to say I've never had the desire to just in general because Java came out uh, by the time Java was out. I was already kind of well down the Objective-C path. Um, and and I would hear complaints about it here, there, and the other way, but I just never really thought about it much. Well, now that he's been learning it for the last, you know, seven days or so, uh, it's been interesting to, to observe him but because it's both learning programming and learning within the constraints of a language, which is... I think it's safe to say fairly old and crusty by comparison to, to let's say Swift, for example, which most people say, Hey, if you're going to learn programming, why not just crack open Swift playgrounds? And, and when I tell my you know friends that they're doing, it, it's like, Oh, how are they liking playgrounds? This is not, <laughs> Oh, was using well VS code. And even before that, just using, you know, this thing called code Academy, which is pretty amazing. So, you know, it, 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 just kind of the language independent aspect of it brought back all sorts of interesting and fond memories when you're when you're so excited when you can get, as as he says it, the thing to do the thing, you know, <laughs> the calculate the prime, you know, is this a prime number or not? And then to be able to print that to the screen and then kind of figure out how to to get a command line switch from the the, the main uh, function in a, in a piece of Java in a, in a Java class, and so that that was kind of fun to watch him do that and, and to kind of blow his mind with with the, the stupidest pet tricks of of the most minimal refactoring. It's like, hey, you can make this a lot more efficient. It's like, oh wow, that's amazing. Uh, but I'm curious, you know, now that I've learned a little bit more for it, I do have to say, does I have to ask the question: Have you ever programmed professionally in Java, and have you enjoyed it? And do you think anybody else has? Because I find it kind of, I don't know, a little dumb. Sorry, Oracle. No, I, it's no, I, well, it was Sun initially, right. wasn't it? Well. Um, I remember playing quite a lot with Java when it was first sort of coming out. So Java 1. So that was probably what, mid 90s, 95, yeah. maybe 96. Um, and back then the language was pretty simple uh and if you remember what else was around at the time you had basically pascal um borland had their object pascal which was quite nice but and that you were in visual basic or c plus plus or that you know there were a, a a few people on objective c maybe by then if you were amongst you know the next people mm -hmm. uh, otherwise it was c and c plus plus so i guess back in 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 the the 90s the idea of class constructs and protocols as they effectively are and um, inner classes and some of the things that uh, and exceptions and errors and some of the things that java introduced um, really were quite foundational for what we now accept as you know good programming uh, languages uh, but yeah, I rejected it at the time simply because the UI development in in Java was awful. Mm. Uh, I think it was was it Swing initially, and I think Java it was AWT before Swing. Oh, that's right, AWT, and, and I think Java massively suffered from it. Never ended up with an app kit, or um, it never really ended up with a de facto um, you know MFC or. Owl libraries, you know, almost every other language had a, a sort of, you know, a good set of um, 
UI libraries that became the norm, uh, whereas Java, Java didn't. So I'd say in its earliest, but of course, I've not really been back to it since then, and that's like 25 years. And I know that Java got very enterprisey, and it went for Java Beans and all the other stuff. And um, so it's probably from, you know, it's probably totally unrecognizable from what I remember. So I remember as a language, I felt it was okay. Uh, it was really slow, but this was the 90s and it was working in a virtual machine with garbage collection. Um, uh, and it had really bad UI support. So uh, I'm not going to, uh, but as a language, I th- I found it at the time actually okay. But I said I, that, that was a long time ago and probably looks nothing like current Java. Um, I have uh, seen Java uh, code uh, in the context of Android applications, which obviously for many years, uh, Android was the, uh, um, Java was the default language for writing Android. Um, but again, never like to go there now because if we do Android work, it's going to be, it would be in Kotlin, which is more Swift-like. So no, I, I've never really touched it uh, in a, a commercially painful way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're paid to suffer. Well, at least it confirms some of my things because yeah, yeah, it, it, mostly I think the interesting thing is just is, you know, comparing what it was like to to, to learn programming as a concept and to learn a particular language um, back back when we were doing it as to versus now. And my gosh, yeah, I just I, I keep I shouldn't be amazed anymore, but I'm still really pleasantly and happily surprised at how easy it is to learn if you're whatever it is you're interested in. My gosh, there's so many resources for you, and you could just become quite expert quite quickly. Yeah, I mean, Java became the de facto language of the universities yeah, for for, sure. for a long time for, for for a few reasons. Firstly, it became the language of the enterprise, uh, so it sort of made sense to teach people uh, languages that the enterprise were using. Um, but equally, you know, uh, it, and this, you know. When you think back now, you know those of us who've always done memory management, we you, we don't say we say what's the big deal, but actually the concept of memory management is huge in in software development, and so a garbage collected language is a perfect beginner's language, where it's not it's not just that you know you, if you follow these you know we have arc, which means you still have to follow certain rules, and we we have to. Um, uh, deal you have with, to at least know about the problem. Uh, yeah, and we have to deal with weak, and we have to deal with owned and unowned, and stuff like this in order to, um, in order to not cause memory problems. Whereas uh, often in you know garbage collector language, you just don't care. You just do what you need to do, and you just get on with it. Which makes teaching that language, um, you can get on with the constructs of of classes and loops and procedures and functions and all the rest of it without having to to deal with that stuff. Um, and you know, and, and I would say prior to even you know things like Arc and whatever else, you know, the vast majority of bugs in in programs were memory issues, um, memory leak issues, or, or using memory that you're not supposed to use. So um, you know, from that point of view, you know, uh, the whole concept of the Java virtual machine was great, and, and there was nothing. I mean, obviously there were the more um, I'm going to call them obscure languages, the the not non-commercial languages like Smalltalk and everything, which have you know, been around forever. Um, no, no, but you know, Java was the first mainstream language that sort of brought those sort of concepts. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool, really. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, but you know, it 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 uh, 
I, I, I would say that within another couple of weeks, he'll, he'll certainly be capable of, of looking through the existing code base and understanding packages and understanding how, how it all works. Um, and he'll be able to, to, you know, if nothing else, go in and, and helpfully modify the, 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 the code that exists and, and maybe even create some new classes and, and at least we'll be able to help bootstrap other people. And, and there are some other people on the team, um, but it was funny. I, I maybe we'll share it on the show notes. He, I think the other thing that's interesting is when, when you, when you learn that you can print, <laughs> print things um, and, and you can really call variables, whatever you want. <laughs> there, there are some conventions of course, but you know, you don't really have to follow them. And, and, and if you can call things in such a way that, <laughs> that you can make it fun as you read it out and reason through it and can turn that into a little bit of, of, of rap, you know, so much the better. So we had fun with that. But it's 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 mostly about just watching somebody and in, in, in you know enjoy, and I think it's more than just like that you have a skill. It's like once you do that, and and as you know, I pull out the 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 you know enterprise software brochure talk of saying that you know models are, are used, you know classes are used to model behaviors of real world you know processes and and things and and people and whatnot and everything that to try and keep it you know relative to them it's like okay well you can understand that you could have a a super class that that you know models any type of controller device a motor or a piston anything thing of that and they may all have a set of common behavior and that's what a super class is for and then a specific motor control might have some properties and some methods that that are specific to it and and all that and so then you start to to it, it kind of helps you it, it i think it does change the way that you you look at things in the world in a general fashion and <laughs> then 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 he would ask me about it. it's like you know, so what's wrong with Java? And I said, well, there's nothing wrong with it in any particular say. It's just it's a little bit old, and 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 they said, well, you're old, and it's like that, and that's what's wrong with me. Um, but I and and <laughs> but from now on, we're going to call you Java John. <laughs> no, please don't. Seriously, if you do, then I'll I'll call you you know I don't know Pascal <laughs> Pascalotti or something. Well, I see. I, I like Pascal as a language, so I do not mind that at oh, all. Damn it! All right, small talk, Scotty. Except for you're not small talk, as you're you're large talk, Scotty. But anyway, <laughs> um, and then I haven't gotten to the to to the, to the heartbreaking thing, you know, about kind of you know the, the there are at least a few medium articles that I've seen about the the crash of the the object oriented dream. And I says, well, what's replaced it? And I said, well, something called functional reactive programming, I suppose. And I says, well, what's different about that? And I said, well, and, and trying to explain, because, you know, and I guess the most pat explanation I could come up with it is like, like, you know, functional reactive programming is, you know, a function is very, very pure thing, just like a math function. You give it something, it will return something back to you and it will disengage. There's no state. It doesn't hang around in the world. It's just basically, you know, and and uh, that was maybe a poor explanation for I tried to to make it a little bit more um, and then try you know th then I didn't want to kind of have to to get into the explanation of of you know fragile base classes or or when you don't have source for the super class and and then all of a sudden the framework changes underneath you and then something goes goes wiry blah 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 but that I also it 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 I just were were remembering you know some of the knocks against java and, and object orientation in general is that you spend 12 million years trying to come up with the perfect 
architectural representation of the the perfect model that so extensible and can 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 change over time to to meet changing business demands and so on and so forth and you spend so much time doing it that meanwhile that the, the in somebody's nephew <laughs> cranking out a visual basic app that solves the problem and can be improved very quickly yeah, it makes your long plotting thing project kind of fall over and die in the meantime. Anyway, so that was kind of interesting to to, to look back on that. Oh, Scotty, I remember back in the um back in the early days of the, the I mean, obviously, you know, the Mac never had a massive flood of developers. It would, it, you know, at best it had a a trickle of people coming over to it. In, you know, probably in the um uh, you know the the mid nineties uh, to develop for the Mac. Um, sorry, the mid nineties, the early two thousands, uh, yeah, well, or after the introduction of the iMac. But basically, it was it was a trickle of developers coming over uh, to macOS. But of course, when the iPhone SDK came along, there was like this this huge gold rush of developers coming to um, uh, to the platform. Now, I had yeah, I'd been fortunate enough to have been you know not that long but I'd been in the, in the Mac world and AppKit and Objective-C world for maybe 2 or 3 years by that point um so when when uh the the iOS SDK came along uh yeah it was incredibly familiar as we we all know I mean the, the concepts were pretty much the same uh but of course for for the vast vast majority of people who came to write the first iPhone apps it was it was brand new and I remember when I came to first came to AppKit, I moved to AppKit from .NET. Um, yeah, and and the it is a very different way of thinking. Now, don't get me wrong; I actually think .NET on on Windows is a reasonably well architected framework, uh, and and it, and it works pretty well. Um, so, you know, I don't particularly like Windows as a platform, but .NET as a as a developer framework to work with was not horrendous in any way at all. Um, uh, but the, but the way you think to use .NET was was different to the way you think to use um, uh, AppKit as I came over. So of course when uh, and, and it took a while for that to become bec- become normal. And uh, I guess when I moved to AppKit as well, I had to deal with you know interface builder and outlets and all of that sort of stuff. Which when the um, uh, SDK came out initially there was no interface builder was there so i guess that that wasn't there but anyway for all these people who came to the iphone they had to um, go through that process and so for the first you know probably three or four years of of iphone um development in a project it was always interesting to pick up a code base that someone else had written you know so you're now about to do you know the bug fixes for 1.1 or you know an app has been successful, so someone now is a is a contractor wants you to work on version two, uh, and and then try and guess what language or what framework the de- developer who developed this had been using before they came to the iPhone by the way that they they coded it, and you could always tell uh, when something had been written by a Java developer because simply inheritance was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Now you. Know, Objective C supports inheritance, well, single in single inheritance, um, just like Java. But of course, inheritance is like almost the last thing you do. We we use delegation. Delegation is the concept of of, of UI kit and, and app kit. Yeah, um, don't don't override something to do something. Just make you know, 
you know, make base classes and then have other things take over a certain functionality. But you could tell when you went to it because basically everything was, you know, 17 layers deep of inheritance and in and, and base classes and what was going on because that's the way Java programs worked and, and the way Java works. So, yeah, you could always tell Objective-C written by Java programmers. Um, and it used to cause some interesting conversations and interesting language. Indeed, indeed. And it just makes me lastly wonder because, you know, Apple has, is, I'm sure that they have observed the fact that, you know, Java was the, the, the programming language that everybody was taught with, taught in. And so if you want to kind of create the next generation of programmers, you got to get there there early. And so they have all these tools for doing it. And Swift Playgrounds really has has been super helpful. I was really interested in... Well, well don't forget, for a while, Apple were moving to Java. Objective-C was going. Uh, when I came to the Mac in 2004-ish, 2005-ish... Uh, you could you could write Mac apps in Java. There was like AppKit Java version, wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, was there? No, no, what no. Was that web there was web objects. Was that was basically that was just basically you know a little bit of flailing, saying that hey, we could we could. There are some companies who like the 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 the, the kind of friendly face of Apple of Mac computers. They were using it at home, and they basically said, "Hey, if we at least make this a first class citizen for enterprise software, then some companies that are willing to give their 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 employees a choice, they might very well choose Apple." And, and I think to a certain extent that paid off, but that was more an enterprise bet than than, than anything else. Right. Yeah. So, uh, wasn't didn't wasn't there Cocoa Java there? <laughs> There was. I can't. I can't remember if it was. I could be totally and utterly going up the wrong there, tree. There now. was uh, very. There, there was because they. They. Yeah, and I remember being in WWC and, and and way the hell back when, and somebody was trying to debug something with that, and and I just kind of rolled my eyes a little bit and said, "Why hurt yourself that way?" Yeah, I mean, yeah, because because there was enough because web objects had a type of graphical. I forgot what it was called, but a way of kind of shipping shipping you know ui code and who knows just james dempsey would know this but because uh but anyway that that's kind of a little bit of minutia i wanted to, to get back to something is that they you know with all the effort that's been made with swift playgrounds to do it, it it i was i was saying okay well wouldn't it be great grand and glorious if somebody had made some basic uh you know support for the 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 robotic control systems used in frc robotics and there was nothing it made me so sad i'm sure it's possible but i guess on the other hand you know swift runs can run lots of different places but but you know i i don't know how easy it is to to run to to run a swift code on a raspberry pi device or or something similar to that i guess it's technically possible because all those things are running linux variants of one sort or another and i suppose that you can do it that way but if there's just not an easy paved path um and so I would say that if 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 there's fractional listeners somewhere in Apple Landia, especially if they have kids and their kids who probably have a greater than zero chance of being nerdy, and if they're nerdy, they might be have an interest in robotics. Um, maybe and and since Apple, I've seen as as supporting at least some of the the Silicon uh, Silicon Valley teams out there. My gosh, it would be great because you would think that you know all, all the effort that's made to control these robots are done with these control stations that are using gaming controls, which is which is great. But why not to be able to, to to allow the option to be able to use a touch surface device? Because there are tons of things out there that are games where you control, you know, racing cars or a drone by tilting your 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 phone or your iPad. And and my gosh, it seems like that would be really nice. Um, so please 
universe make that happen. That's the end of my my wish. Okay. Apple Apple used to have something called the Java Cocoa Bridge. There we go. Which allowed you to call into Java from Cocoa and into Cocoa from Java. But they uh they said from ten point four onwards they weren't going to support the bridge anymore. Right. So I think it existed, it existed from about two thousand to about two thousand and four. Wait, Scotty, so while I was so, talking, you were researching and not paying attention? Hang on my everyone. John, I'm never paying never pay never paying attention to what you're saying. That's so mean. You, you, you don't even know if I'm here. Sometimes I've gone off to make a cup of tea. It's, it's a it's satisfying AI that you've created or <laughs> Or that Sam's created. I, I passed the Turing test, or whatever. It, you know, because <laughs> that involves that if, that involves intelligence, doesn't it? And I don't. No, there's it's, you. You pass the T-ring test. Can can you go make some tea and leave a ring on your desk from having moved the cup? <laughs> okay, so if uh, we should probably wrap that up there. So if people want to get hold of um, you and say, I love, I like the new um, Java podcast hosted by Java John. Um, where should they do that? They should find. They should. They should tweet MacDevNet on Twitter and tell them to stop doing that. And then when they're done, they should. They should. They should send a message to me on Twitter where I'm Jembe. That's D J E M B E, like the West African drum. And if they want to email you or otherwise, you know, put up a banner in front of the the West bollockshire kind of town hall to tell you not to do it how might they do that? See, I'm just thinking now, Java John, that make a good country and western song, really, you know. Uh, it's the, there's something in there. It needs a deep, gravelly voice. It needs a uh, you know a sorrowful tale about, <laughs> about you know, your failed inheritance. Your your wife your wife leaving you failed inheritance. Yeah, someone shot the dog <laughs> uh, along with um, along with fatal errors. <laughs> <laughs> I take no exception. To... <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I. Uh... Okay, I, I I want people to get hold of me, MacDevNet on Twitter, or um, you can get hold of both of us, feedback at iDeveloper.co, and tell us, was there anything of any value in this episode at all? It's been an incredibly uh, enjoyable wander through through absolute uselessness, but um, <laughs> yeah, I've quite enjoyed it, <laughs> but... Uh... Whether anybody else has got anything, you know, this could be one of those 30 minutes of your life you are never getting back and can never put any profit into at all. So for that, we want now, I'm, I'm telling you, somewhere in CIA dark sites, our podcast is being used as a torture device since the... the, 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 the... <laughs> The writers of various heavy metal songs have gotten sufficiently pissed off and sicked enough words on the CIA that they, they've stopped doing it. They're just using our stuff instead. So, what is, oh, this is episode 255. So, yeah, they're going to, yeah, someone's there. If you don't watch it, we're going to give 255. No. <laughs> no, not 255. I could just about cope with 254, but 255, no. I'll tell you everything. All right, and with that, we will call it a wrap. So if, if you've been listening voluntarily, thank you very much. If you're in Guantanamo Bay <laughs> listening, then we do apologise. <laughs> do apologise completely. And, and hope, you, hope you're home soon. Until next time, you take care.
You've really, you've really broken new 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 lows. <laughs> All right. I'm going to stop oh, recording yeah. now because I don't want to give Sam more material. <laughs>